It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and Brady for a Monday show number 91. I'm going to just point that out while I remember because eventually I'll forget what show we're on. Yeah, I got to keep it up there, but (laughs) Dennis, it finally happened over the weekend. All right. It took long enough. But Hunter Soper finally got a Division II offer from Lake Superior State. They were the first ones to figure it out, and it took a long drive for them to get here and figure it out, but they did. And now he at least has one offer in the GLIAC, so hopefully they start rolling in after the first offer. Yeah, hopefully what this does is, yeah, it kind of opens the door. So Somebody takes a chance, and then somebody else says, hey, wait a minute, do we really want this kid to – to get up there and not take a look at him to, to right. come and maybe play for us. I will say this. If he does go there, um, he will love it. I've been up to the campus at Lake Superior State. That That is a great place, great facilities. He'll love it up there, and, and that's a fun area. Yeah, I know it's cold in the winter. No, the Sioux is a great place. Well, the one nice thing about the Sioux is, like, it's – it is far enough away that it's definitely different and, like, you go up there. But you're not going to, like, Tech or Northern where it takes 12 hours to get home or whatever ridiculous length. It's, what, a four- or five-hour drive to the from, Sioux? From, from Crosslex, you can get to the Sioux in five hours. Okay. So that means that if he wanted to come home on any given weekend or something, you could. Yeah. And not like Marquette or Houghton, which you basically have to plan a month around coming yeah, to it, home. Yeah, it's, it, it's a lot – it's, it doesn't seem like it's that much farther, but it is a lot farther once you start heading towards the center and, and the yeah. west side of the upper peninsula. The UP is big. But anyway, congratulations to him. Hopefully we will be talking about more schools. If he goes there, he will be very successful. And I have, uh, I have a feeling more accolades would come in his future should he go to a GLIAC school. Yeah, and, and I, I also think other people are going to make him offers now. I really do. Well, at least he's got. I hope so. At least he's got one from somewhere where we think his talent deserves to go to. Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll take a a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the talent that we saw. A lot of it was a busy weekend. We had a tournament on Saturday in Imlay City that saw us do six games, Uh, and on Friday in the bitter cold, I saw some great pitching. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about the cold later. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll get it rolling in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And uh, Brady doesn't like the cold, but uh, and I don't like the cold either, to be quite honest about it, but... Um, when I'm seeing a good game, you, you think a little less about the cold, or, or at least I well, do. You were kind and of on Friday, I too. saw two good games. Yes. Uh, but the wind was blowing right in on us. 
Like, yeah, the, there's a there's a press box, but there's no window to the press box that you can close. It's wide open, and at northern, the wind, it, it kind of swirls because you feel it blowing in on your face, and the flagpole out and right tells you it's blowing in a different direction. Yeah. But it's blowing right in on you, so it's kind of a swirly candlestick park kind of a wind. Yeah, I had actually a very calm day when I was there last week, and it was it was weird. Usually there's at least a 10-mile-per-hour wind gusting in one direction. <laughs> it's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and Brady for a Monday show number 91. I'm going to just point that out while I remember because eventually I'll forget what show we're on. Yeah, i got to keep it up there, but... Yeah. <laughs> Dennis, it finally happened over the weekend. All right. It took long enough, but Hunter Soper finally got a Division II offer from Lake Superior State. They were the first ones to figure it out, and it took a long drive for them to get here and figure it out, but they did, and now he at least has one offer in the GLIAC, so hopefully they start rolling in after the first offer. Yeah, ho- hopefully what this does is, yeah, op- it kind of opens the door. So somebody takes a chance and then somebody else says, hey, wait a minute, do we really want this kid to to get up there and, and not take a look at him to, to right. come and maybe play for us? I will say this, if he does go there, um, he will love it. I've been up to the campus at Lake Superior State. That uh, That is a great place, great facilities, He'll love it up there, and, and that's a fun area. Yeah, I know it's cold in the winter. Now, the Sioux is a great place. Well, the one nice thing about the Sioux is, like, it is it is far enough away that it's definitely different, and, like, you go up there, but you're not going to, like, Tech or Northern where it takes 12 hours to get home or whatever ridiculous length. It's, what, a four- or five-hour drive to the from, Sioux? From, from Crosslex, you can get to the Sioux in five hours. Okay, so that means that if he wanted to come home on any given weekend or something, you could. Yeah. And not like Marquette or Houghton, which you basically have to plan a month around coming yeah, home. It, yeah, it's it, it's a lot. It's It doesn't seem like it's that much farther, but it is a lot farther once you start heading towards the center and, and the yeah. west side of the upper peninsula. The UP is big. But anyway, congratulations to him. Hopefully, we will be talking about more schools. If he goes there, he will be very successful. And I have, uh, I have a feeling more accolades would come in his future should he go to a GLIAC school. Yeah, and, and I, I also think other people are going to make him offers now. I really do. Well, at least he's got. I hope so. At least he's got one from somewhere where we think his talent deserves to go to. Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll take a a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the talent that we saw. A lot of it was a busy weekend. We had a tournament on Saturday in Imlay City that saw us do six games, Uh, and on Friday in the bitter cold, I saw some great pitching. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about the cold later. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll get it rolling in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, Brady doesn't like the cold, but uh, and I don't like the cold either, to be quite honest about it. But um, when I'm seeing a good game, you, you think a little less about the cold, or, or at least I well, do. You were kind and of on Friday, I too. saw two good games. Yes. Uh, but the wind was blowing right in on us. Like, yeah, the, there's, a, there's a press box, but there's no window to the press box that you can close. It's wide open, and at northern, the wind, it, it kind of swirls because you feel it blowing in on your face, and the flagpole out and right tells you it's blowing in a different direction. Yeah. But it's blowing right in on you, so it's kind of a swirly candlestick park kind of a wind. Yeah, I had actually a very calm day when I was there last week, and it was, it was weird. Usually there's at least a 10-mile-per-hour wind gusting in one direction. <laughs> anyway, you got to see uh, both of those teams for the first time this year. Yeah, and, and part of it is the cold, but part of it was the pitching. A lot of it was the pitching, I think, because I didn't see much of anything in a doubleheader. Two six-inning doubleheaders, so 12 innings of baseball. Brady, I saw five total runs scored, and I saw nine total hits. Northern had two hits in the doubleheader and got a split. That's the opposite of what you had with Almond softball. <laughs> Way the, the opposite. Uh, game one of, of the doubleheader, St. Clair right off the bat scored two runs in the first. Logan Ellis led off the game with a double to center or, or to, to left center over the outfielder's head. Next guy walks. Then uh, with uh, two outs, uh, a ground ball moved the runners up to second and third. Then he had a strikeout. So there's two outs, second and third. And uh, Jared Cramp singled to left, line drive just over the head. Ruez jumped up at short just over his glove. Like he went up as high as he could go, couldn't bring it down. And St. Clair didn't get another hit in the game until the seventh inning. Oh. But, but those two hits in the first produced two runs, put them up 2 nothing. In the fourth inning, I saw one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, with one out, Cramp walks. He steals second. So he's at second with one out. The batter is Matt Buslip. He's a right-hand hitter. Mm-hmm. He hits it off the end of the bat, ground ball to the first baseman. Now, the, the first baseman for uh, Northern, Cartmel, wants to flip it to the pitcher covering, but he didn't break from the mound in time. Yeah. So Cartmel now realizes the only way he's getting the out is if he wins the race to the bag. So he's going full bore. Buslip's going full bore. Bang, bang at first place uh, at first base, and it is a football-style collision. Yeah. The two players go flying in opposite directions after hitting off of each other. Just nothing malicious, just they just happened to run into each it other. It was bam, and they both went down. While they're both on the ground – the base runner, Cramp, says, I can keep running. And he scores from second base on a ground ball to first. By the way, uh, Cartmel won the race to the bag. They got the out. All right. And both players were okay, but there was a few minutes there where you had to make sure both players were okay because it was a pretty violent collision at first. It's two decently sized Young men right. just bam right into each other trying to win the race to that bag, and there was no place for them to go. Um, they, they had to run into each other. 
Uh, so that's how the third run got scored. And then, like I say, the uh, the fourth run of the game was scored in the seventh on, on a walk. Then there was a, a single, a sacrifice, and a sacrifice fly got in the run. And those are the only runs of the game. And St. Clair pitching was four outs away from a perfect game when Alex Armstrong raked a double to left over the left fielder's head. It was a clean, honest hit that broke things uh, up. Um, Luke Murkaw, you're going to love him when you see him pitch, Brady. Okay. Remember when you were in college playing football and you had the Fabio hairdo going? Yeah. Okay, so his hair is maybe not that long. Yeah. But it's this thick blonde hair, and he has this violent motion and and wind-up. And every pitch he throws, whether it's in warm-ups or in the game, his cap falls off. Was that because of the wind? or No, 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 no. This is the way he throws the ball. His cap falls. Because I, I said something to Denny. He says, oh, we've been watching that since, like, sixth grade or whatever. <laughs> whenever they start. What, he needs a look, small looking at, looking, at, looking at players there. Well, he needs a haircut, but I hope he doesn't get one. Because it's just, he's just so fun to watch. His cap falls off on every single pitch. He's got to down put it back on just to pitch so it can fall off again. He went the first two innings, faced six hitters, struck out five. That's pretty solid. Next guy, Jacob Turner. I thought Murkaw was throwing pretty good. Jacob Turner comes in, and he starts throwing darts, goes two innings, faces six hitters, strikes out five. What happened to the sixth? Come on. Then uh, Cam Bleasdale came into the game. He goes two innings. He gave up the uh, the double, and he struck out three of the seven hitters that he faced. So the three pitchers combined in the six innings, no runs, one hit, no walk, 13 strikeouts. Um, and, and all three kids could throw. I thought Turner threw the best, but Murkaw and Bleasdale were no slouches. So out of 18 outs, they got 13 uh, with 13 the strikeout. strikeouts. They faced 19 hitters in a six-inning game and got 13 strikeouts. All righty. Yeah. So St. Clair, as we thought, has some legit pitching. And uh, Colin Presner pitched for the Huskies. He almost made it all the way. He went five and two-thirds. They had to bring in Jacob Huber to get the last out in the uh, the seventh. Huber throws well. H- Huber, Huber threw well. Um, and, and, and Presner was just kind of like uh, uh, his numbers aren't going to wow you. But he did only give up three hits, and and other than the uh, Ellis double, the first batter of the game, nobody hit the ball hard off of him. Um, and he walked six, and he struck out six. So there were base runners, but he was always able to kind of wiggle out of the trouble for the, the most part. Uh, in game two, St. Clair only had four hits. They had four singles uh, in the uh, the game. And Northern only had one hit, and, and Brady, if I'm being honest about it, it happened with one out in the second inning, Logan Sheffer on a ground ball in the infield, mm-hmm. that on a warm day I scored an error because it was a cold day. I gave the infielder the benefit of the doubt, you know, the yeah, cold hands. Yeah, that's hand, a tough Because he, he kind of he, he, he bobbled it enough that that's why Sheffer beat it out. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he bobbled it, he picked it up, he threw to first late. Probably an error. I gave him a hit. Otherwise, the Saints throw a no-hitter. And lose <laughs> because Northern won the game one nothing scoreless until the bottom of the fifth when uh, Ryan Frelasto walked went to second on a pass ball the uh, the batter Armstrong was trying to bunt and he missed it and the catcher couldn't come up with the ball so he went to second a wild pitch moved him to third and a wild pitch scored him 
otherwise he wouldn't have scored because uh, the pitcher, uh, Cole, struck out Armstrong, struck out Ruiz, and struck out Angels after giving up the walk. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, let me ask you this then. So and that was ob- the only run in the game. Obviously, you saw you, you went over the numbers, two good pitching performances in two games from two teams. How much of that was the pitchers throwing really well? And how much of that is because you know in the cold, especially at the high school level, the bats tend to die. Yeah, how well, much I'm, of that, like if this was a 75-degree day, I think you might – do you see more than five runs? I, you know, I don't know because I, I do think the pitching was that good, especially for St. Clair. Because the three guys say through – and he had a doubleheader the next day. Then he had a doubleheader the, uh, for Saturday. Mm-hmm. So he decided that two innings was all anybody was going to work on Friday. Mm-hmm. So he used three pitchers, two innings each in the first game. He used three pitchers, two innings each in the uh, the second game. Or Cole only ended up pitching one because Northern didn't have to bat in the bottom of the sixth. But uh, Bo Becker, two innings, no runs, a hit, two walks, three strikeouts. Chris uh, Piperzak threw really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, two innings pitched, no runs, no hits. He walked a guy. He struck out six, including four in one inning. He had a strikeout wild pitch that let a guy get on. Uh, That's and, always good for the stat book. And then Brendan Cole went an inning, a run on no hits, a walk, and three strikeouts. So they struck out 13 in game one. They struck out uh, 12 in game two with one less at bat. You know, because Northern didn't have to bat in the sixth. Right. So, so uh, 25 through 11 innings. St. Clair can pitch. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Derek Ruiz pitched really well in the second game for Northern. Four uh, scoreless, gave up two hits, two walks, struck out five. Jacob Huber uh, pitched an inning, gave up a, a hit, but that was it. Um, and it, it was just a, a really good uh, two baseball games. Uh, I only scored one error in the doubleheader, and again, I, I'm pretty good. And maybe I could have given the Sheffer play a, an error, but you know, it, it was yeah, fi- it was fifty fifty. Like half the scorekeepers you're going to see are going to give that a hit, and half are going to call it an error. Um, I decided to score. It was early in the game. I decided to score it a hit. Had it happened late in the game, I would have scored it an error to keep the no hitter going. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah. So. Well, I'll get to see them tonight. They take on uh, Gross Point North. That's at 4.30 on stream two. I got to see the St. Clair softball team for the third time on Friday, and they finally got in the win column with a 12-2 mercy over Port Huron High. It was, it was a better performance from the Saints. Uh, Maddie Cook pitched. She struck out seven in only f- uh, five innings of work. And game got started off, uh, Savannah Clark led off, grounded back to the pitcher. After that, single, 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 fielder's choice, double, and that double actually ended the inning because Rochelle Schweighoffer smoked one to the wall, and she got thrown out trying to stretch it into a triple. Um, And then they put up five more, excuse me, six more runs in the second inning, then they had to – then Port Huron High brought in Izzy Trombley, who's only a freshman. She threw pretty well. She came in in a cold day. Score was, I think, 9-2 to two at that point. And she pitched pretty well against a good St. Clair team. Uh, she, she brings the ball, like, way up 
on, yeah. the, on the delivery and really tries to bring it hard. She she pitches <laughs> well. She's only going to get better. Uh, but in the final inning, uh, Maddie Cole, who actually substituted in at the leadoff spot, just to get in that bat, you know, in, in a game that was kind of decided, just sends one to center field over the fence. <laughs> like, freezing cold, off the bench, hadn't done anything all day, bam, over, over the center field wall, home run. She might get some more at-bats now. Yeah. Addie Blank ended up walking and was the winning run on a passed ball. So that's how the game ended. For PH, Emma Trombley had, had a triple. Julia Gilbert had a double. Uh, those were the two girls that scored runs for, for the uh, – Big Reds, they have some good hitters, but they struggled at times. Maddie Cook really handled, especially the bottom of the lineup, the six through nine hitters, uh, eight at-bats, seven strikeouts. Wow. So Yeah, you know, I, I look at PH, and they've struggled now in the two two games that we've done. Um, and, but the Trombley girls can hit. Gilbert can hit. Um, James Morgan had James R- can had an hit. RBI in our game. But, yeah, after that, though, where else they're going to get their offense from is a question. And at least early in the season, they've really struggled defensively. Yeah, and, again, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Uh, if Izzy Trombley, she pitches well, and that's a talented St. Clair team she had to go up against. I'd like to see more of her in the future, but... Yeah, PH struggled a bit, and St. Clair's starting to figure out. I mean, they don't have really any time to rest. They play every single day, it seems like. Well, even even uh, Kenya didn't pitch bad against Marine City. They scored 22 runs, but most of them were unearned. Yeah, I mean, I look at just the first time through the lineup for St. Clair. It was a ground-out single, 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 Fielder's choice, double, single, single, fielder's choice. Yeah, so they were hitting. They, yeah. They, they came out hitting. Um, speaking of, Algonac was hitting on Friday. They beat Lakeview 8 to nothing. How about Memphis? Uh, 16 to nothing over Clintondale, and that gave uh, Memphis a 7-0 start to the season on Friday. Yeah, that's uh, pretty impressive, and you look uh, – our friend Brandon Folsom, one of the nominees for Times Herald Player of the Week, uh, Lay Peters. She went six for eight with a double, a triple, a home run, ten RBIs, and eight runs over three games last week. Oh, wow! So that's a pretty good week. Yeah. So that's a pretty good season. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Memphis softball maybe something to keep an eye on because they are—they're not just winning; they are dominating yeah. to start. They're—they're they're murdering teams. A couple other baseball scores from Friday: Richmond beat Marine City eight nothing, and Cardinal Mooney got a five-three win over Yale. Uh, then on Saturday, it—I'm uh, sure there were other things that went on Saturday, but all I know about is we were at Imlay City and we saw a lot of softball on Saturday, three games each. And I thought in the end it was a pretty good tournament. Um, And that's something I would go back to uh, if it's going to be like that every time. Yeah, so let's take a break because, like you said, six games to dissect on Saturday. And, yeah, and we'll have more to talk about too.
Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady for the uh, Get Stuck on Sports uh, Tri-County Equipment Podcast. And uh, we were at the MLA City Softball Tournament on Saturday, so Brady was pouting he had to get up early in the morning. And then uh, he thought it was going to be cold, but it ended up being a nice day. It was day. supposed to be cold. No, it was a beautiful day. It, uh, I got a nice tan online because I was wearing a hat. So <laughs> I sent me that picture. You look like a dork. Yeah, like about halfway <laughs> down my forehead because I was wearing a backwards hat. Just bottom is like a lobster. The top just looks like pure white. So you got your hat on backwards again today. Yeah, how bad is it? It's it's not as bad as it was yeah, Saturday. Yeah, when, when it was beet red. Yeah. Anyway. I started off with a good one, uh, Marysville versus Marine City, and Marysville's bats woke up early. Start of the game, single from Kate Westmiller. Christian Smith, RBI double, that was about six inches from being a home run. Single from Avery Walters, drove in uh, Smith. Bassett, single, and all four of those runners scored. Uh, Megan Winston and Emma Curtis each got an RBI later in the inning. And then the bats went cold for Marysville. They wouldn't score again until, I believe, the sixth inning. And that was only because of an error. Marine City, after a 1-2-3 top of the, or bottom of the first, in the bottom of the second, single from Jocelyn Dielen, single from Isabella Volkman, single from Olivia Volkman, bases loaded, nobody out, and you go, oh, we might have a ball game here. They're going to answer. Well, Brandy Bissett on the mound got a ground ball to third. Avery Walters picked it up, fired at home, fielder's choice, bases loaded, one out, no run scores. Gets, gets Simons looking on a strikeout. Now there's two outs and then gets a long fly out to left field to get out of the jam, and Marine City really wouldn't threaten the rest of the day. They got a runner on second Tell one me, time. Tell me, on the fly ball with the bases loaded, you got excited, didn't you? You no, thought you were going to see a grand slam. It, no, it wasn't that deep. It was a fly ball. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was well within – like, I never thought it had a chance. Okay. Uh, I mean, really, the rest of the day, the only other run that scored was Paige Nelson. She got a single, got sacrificed over, and then uh, moved up, I think, on a pass ball, and then a ground ball up the middle, scored her. That was the only uh, run Marine City would end up scoring. Marysville ended up winning that game 5-1. to one. Um, Some good players or good performances in that first game. Kate Westmiller had two singles, a stolen base, and a walk. You had Kristen Smith, as I mentioned, to hit a run in an RBI. Avery Walters ended up with two hits and an RBI. And so that's that. That really was my first game. It was. It looked like it was going to be a high-scoring one, and it ended up being more of a pitcher's duel. Deetlin and Brissett both threw pretty well. Well, my first game w- was interesting because I didn't know what to make of Clarkston. I didn't know 
if they were going to be good, if they were going to be bad. And I didn't know anything about Emily City, to be quite honest uh, about it. Um, and, and Clarkston had a lot of base runners. They actually out-hit Emily City 9-7 to seven in the game, but they had three runners thrown out on the base paths, and they couldn't get the big hit. Uh, the, the starting pitcher, Mackenzie Hayward, for Emily City, didn't get a lot of strikeouts, but she got her strikeouts when you, you need a strikeout. Mm-hmm. Second and third and one out, bang, there's a strikeout. Uh, and that's kind of how, how it went. They, they stranded two runners. Uh, Clarkston stranded two runners in the first inning and had a runner thrown out on base. Then in the second inning, they did get a, a two-out RBI single from a, a girl named Kayla uh, Cole, their number nine hitter, and they took a one nothing lead. But Imlay City started to take over the game in the bottom of the, uh, the second. Uh, they got a walk. Then uh, it scored as a single, but uh, Abby uh, Thibodeau, hit a ground ball that hit the base runner running from first to second. So the base runner's out, and the batter gets a single. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's on first base when Hayward came up her first time, and she hit a ball out to left center field uh, that is probably in Lapeer somewhere. <laughs> Not it, all of it. It, it. it was a bomb, and it, it was one of those ones. There's that noise in baseball and softball when you hit it right. You know, there's a certain sound off a wood bat, and there's a certain sound off an aluminum bat or yeah. graphite bat or whatever the hell the bats BB are made cord. out of now, uh, and and it just and it made that grass sound, it, it, whatever they make these stupid <laughs> what you bats use out in of pencils. <laughs> no, but they, they they hit the ball and it just goes boom, you know, and it, it yeah, and then they scored uh, three more in the uh, bottom of the uh, third and actually left. The bases loaded. They sent nine to the plate in the bottom of the third, and they had the bases loaded with one out, uh, and the the girl got out of the jam with a couple of pop-outs, or it could have been a lot worse. But uh, Hayward had a bases loaded uh, double in that inning as well, and a girl named Natalie Douglas, who's a good hitter for Emily City, uh, had an RBI double in that game. And Emily City ended up winning the game 5-1. to one. Um, Hayward with the two hits and the four RBIs, um, Douglas with two hits and an, and an RBI were kind of the big bats for Imlay City against Clarkston. And, and again, though, I came away from the game not really sure how good Imlay City was and not really sure how bad Clarkston was. Then you saw Clarkston against Marysville, and it was ugly. Yeah, Marysville's bats really were awake for this game. Wes Miller leads off with a single, later gets caught stealing. Kristen Smith walks. Avery Wolter singles, and then Callie Perrin hit a bomb out that probably cleared because the JV field has about 8 to 10 foot high fences all the way around, and they didn't have it. I'd say it was about probably 200. That ball went 230. Like, it cleared it. Like you, like you said, crack of the bat, you knew. Then there was a single, a line out, a single, and then a ground out 10 the first. And then you just look at the rest of the game. Two more runs scored in the second. In the third, it was uh, Megan Winston single, Emma Curtis single, Kylie Parent single, uh, Kate Westmiller single, Kristen Smith sack fly, uh, RBI double from Callie Parent. By the way, in the game I saw, Anna Oles, she went one for four. She was about mm, 18 inches from having two home runs. She hit one that scraped the fence. Foul, um, 
in, in her first at-bat. In her third one, she hit one that cleared the fence by 20 feet that just hooked a bit foul. Otherwise, I'd have seen three home runs. And it was just dominance on the mound from Kristen Smith. Here's the first time through the order for Clarkston. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Hit by pitch. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Walk, fly out. Uh, she finished with 11? 11 Because I, I saw her strike out 13 against Northern. Yeah. She was a little wild that day, though. She did walk six. She only had one walk and one hit by pitch. The only run she gave up was actually the last batter of the game. Kira told me for Clarkston, you know, ripped a double. She had a no-hitter going into the final inning. Uh, she got the first out. was a strikeout. Then it was a bloop single strikeout. Another bloop single. And then a double, which scored a run. And Tolmy got uh, thrown out trying to stretch it into a triple. So 14-1 was the final there. And, yeah, Marysville, their bats came to play and Kristen Smith came to pitch. Yeah, that's, a, that's a Clarkston thing, getting thrown out on the base bats because, like I said, they did it three times against Emily City. Happened, uh, I had Emily City, Marine City in my second game, and the first inning was like the only inning where Marine City had a threat. Um, the first hitter was Blanchard. She singled. Next hitter, Volkman singled, but Blanchard got thrown out in a rundown between second and third. But then two walks, so they had the bases loaded with one out, um, and uh, Grace uh, Schreiber pitched the second game for Imlay City. She got a strikeout of Olivia Volkman, who I think is a tough hitter, uh, and then she struck out uh, Kaylee Rickert to end the inning, and then there was never a time the rest of the game where the Mariners got more than one runner on base. Uh, and only one more time the rest of the game, they got a runner in scoring position. Uh, and in the meantime, Emily City scored early and often. They got four in the first, uh, the fourth batter of the game for them. Natalie Stone hit a three-run homer. Again, it's somewhere in Lapeer. It, it was it was crushed every bit as hard as the ball Hayward uh, hit. And then Hayward came up later in the inning and cranked an, an RBI double. They got two more runs in the uh, second uh, on an RBI single from Douglas and an RBI double by Stone. Uh, and then uh, they scored single runs in the fourth and the uh, fifth innings to win it eight to nothing. Natalie Stone, two hits, a homer, four RBIs. Uh, two hits for Emma Sellers, who scored two runs. Two hits for uh, Jaya Forty. I, I know you like Jaya Forty as an athlete. She played some great shortstop uh, over the weekend. Two hits, two runs scored. Hayward had two more hits, drove in uh, a run. So it was a dominant performance. Emily City out hit them ten to five and win the game uh, eight to nothing. Uh, Schreiber striking out five along the way. So they, they don't strike out a lot, MLA City pitching, but they have three girls that all look the same and all pitch the same, and they throw strikes and they let their defense make plays. That, that's a lot of all you can ask for at high, the high school level. Um, Marine City, it looked like they were con- going to continue that, uh, what you saw in your game and my game. So Clarkston leads our Marine City first up. Strikeout gets on board via an error, a, a line drive. Isabella Volkman might have been her best swing of the day. Like, she hits a rocket that the third baseman from Clarkston Wilson just reaches over, snags it, probably bruised her hand, and got her out. Uh, then it was a single and a strikeout. Nobody scored, so a little bit of a threat in the first. Uh, Clarkston would get on via an error sacrifice, Tome over to second, then a pair of singles scored her. And uh, the second inning, Clarkston scored again, so it's 2 nothing, and it stayed that way till the fourth inning. 
And in the fourth inning, it was two to nothing still. And you're like, all right, is Marine, Marine City threatened a little bit. They had runner on third in the first. They had a runner on third in the, in the second. You had a runner get thrown out at third on a bang-bang play that eh, Marine City might not have gotten the benefit of the doubt with the call. Then the fourth inning happens. Olivia Volkman gets on with an error. Rickert bunts her over. You have Bailey Haslam who walks. Megan Smith, who pitched pretty well for, for the Mariners, singles. And then Paige Nelson, the nine-hole hitter, boom, RBI double. They're on the board. A ground out to first, scored a run, and another RBI single, this time from Ainsley Coleman. And it's 4-2. to two. You're going into the, the uh, bottom of the fifth, and you're like, or the fourth. Like, all right, got this. They Clarkson threatened, didn't score. Uh, Marine City kept it the same score. And then going into the bottom of the fifth, time limit was coming up. So this is the la- basically the bottom of the final inning. It was a ground out to start, and then a single, a hit by pitch, a walk, an uh, two RBI double to tie the game, and they walked Ava Gushin to give the force at any base and then it was a walk-off walk there were two walks in the game from Megan Smith and they both came in the last inning outside of that she didn't strike anyone out but like you said through strikes let her defense do the work she only gave up the one earned run before that's that's a tough way before the fifth yeah Especially that's the, that becomes a really long day all of a sudden. Like, you forget those first two losses if you win that last game. Yeah, and they played a lot better. Like, when the bats came alive, I, what I see in this Marine City team is a lot of green, a lot of raw. They, they have talent. Like, you can see the athleticism in these girls. No one comes up to the plate and you're just like, well, if it hits her, she gets on. <laughs> but, no, like, one through nine, they have talent they have athletes Mm -hmm. they make plays they don't throw the ball around they just need to kind of maybe get a little bit uh, a couple wins together get some good feng shui and I bet you come June this team will be tenfold better than they are now well I mean the other thing is is there there's some youth on this team too like there's a couple of JV players playing a lot of innings for them like Smith I believe was a JV player that was brought up at the start of the year when uh, Mackenzie Laboon, uh, they realized she wasn't going to be able to pitch because of her ACL. Yeah. Um, and I think Haslam is also uh, a player that came up from JV because I know I did their first game against PH, and those kids were on the roster, but they didn't have numbers. And I had to ask a parent, okay, who is this kid up? And they're like, oh, that's Haslam. They just brought her up. Yeah, and you have freshmen. Uh, Blanchard, the freshman, the, one of the Volkman freshmen. There's a lot of youth. The good news is no seniors, just like the basketball team, no seniors. Yeah, and the, the Volkmans are good athletes. I like Blanchard. Yeah. And I like Dietlin. Yes, the, uh, Dietlin's a freshman too. And I like uh, the catcher, uh, Ainsley Coleman. Coleman, yes. I saw her hit a uh, home run against PH. They have you know, talent. I like players that hit home runs. I'm telling you, <laughs> in a month, you, you want to play Marine City now because if you play them in a month, they're going to be a much better team. Well, already a really good team is Marysville, and uh, I was excited for, for what we were touting the championship game because it was the two teams that were 2-0 and in the tournament, Marysville and Imlay City, uh, and Marysville actually went out 1-2-3 in the top of the first, uh, 
and uh, the Spartans came out hitting uh, against um, Megan Lenarski. Single, single, then you had a runner thrown out on the base paths for MLA City, but then you had a double from Natalie Douglas to score a run. Then you had a single from J.F. Forty and a runner thrown out on the base paths to get him out of the uh, inning. Um, so two runs for Imlay City right away. Marysville through the first two innings pretty quiet, and then the top of the third happened. Top of the third, uh, Bassett singles, Mackenzie Smith singles, Kate Westmiller singles to drive in a run and make it 2-1. to one. Kirsten Smith doubles to drive in a run and tie the game. Avery Walters doubles to drive in two runs. Callie Perrin doubles to drive in a run. So that's what, three straight doubles at that yep. point? Uh, Anna Oles flies out to deep left. Megan Winston doubles to drive in a run. Uh, a ground ball to a second, a walk, a single, and then a line drive to third to end the inning with the bases loaded. Seven runs in, seven to two Marysville, and then they, they didn't stop scoring after that. Walters, who drove in five runs in the game, uh, had an RBI in each of her last four plate appearances. Um, Callie Perrin, four for five, drove in three runs. Uh, Anna Oles had a two-run homer later in the game. She had three hits, um, three hits and two RBIs for Kirsten Smith, three hits and an RBI, and three runs scored for Kate uh, Westmiller. I mean, they, they just – every player – oh, Mackenzie Smith hitting ninth, three for three. Yeah. Uh, every player in the lineup had a hit for Marysville in a 16-4 to win over Imlay City. Uh, and Emily City had 10 hits in the uh, the game, but uh, they just they left players on base uh, all over the place. Natalie Douglas had two doubles, an RBI, and uh, Lexa 40, and it was Lexa's birthday, so happy birthday. Lexa had uh, two hits, including a double, and she drove in a run in the uh, game. So it wasn't like Emily City didn't hit. I mean, they had four runs and 10 hits. It was that Marysville Hits. 16 runs on 22 hits. So the early results, again, through what, a week and a half really of baseball and softball that we've seen, it seems like the top softball teams in the very, very early going seems to be Algonac or Marysville from the teams we've seen. We haven't seen Richmond play. Um, We haven't seen Memphis play or anyone else. So out of what we've seen, would you say probably Marysville or Algonac, that would be the game you'd want to see right now? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be interested to see how that game would go. I'm very interested. Uh, I know both those teams can hit. Uh, I have a, a gauge a little bit on Marysville's pitching, but Algonac, I only got to see them for three innings. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know about their, their pitching. I mean, the, the girl right. was a freshman that and they, the rest they we've played seen that been day. Stat lines. Yeah, um, but I, I do know that, that they legitimately have four really good ball players that are going to go play college baseball somewhere. I know that for sure. Softball. Softball. And, and they might uh, be able to play baseball. <laughs> um, yeah, so – uh, that's where we are now, and well, but I mean, we rambled on a lot about that. That, that I know, but just the sixteen singles, four doubles, a triple, and a home run for Marysville in the in the final game of that tournament. Yeah, and, uh, do we see them at all this week? Um, yes, yes. All right, so we'll go over our schedule, and uh, 
We'll have a little bit of a, a discussion about cold weather baseball and softball and why that's not how anyone ever intended for the sport to ever be played. Ever. So Brady will whine and I'll laugh at him. And that's coming up next. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey and uh, Brady Beaton uh, with you. Uh, you want to do the schedule first? You want to pout first? Knock, knock your thing so that you're back right, on the air. Am I back yet? No. no. You broke your thing. I did. There we go. There now I'm back. Stupid. I didn't even touch it. Anyway, let's go to the schedule first because I have a feeling we need to get the information out first. Okay. We'll start today on Monday. Dennis, you have a doubleheader. Uh, Warren Woods Tower at Marine City at 4 and 6 on stream 1. That's I w- baseball. Baseball. I will also see baseball. St. Clair hosting Gross Point North stream 2 at 4.30. Tomorrow you have Frazier at Port here on softball. So you get to go from Memorial Stadium, which is a nice little view up there. Yeah, well, I hope the, the it's open. Sometimes it's locked up there and you have a problem it, getting in. They've taken care of us over at Port here on yeah. I. And, and I, I get to see the new fences. Yes, you do, because they did move them in. They did. I will be at Marine City when Warren Cusno takes on the Mariners. That is conference play for Marine City. And then the rest, well, we can update you when Wednesday comes around. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll have some good ones the rest of the week. Yeah, there's a Marine City-St. Clair game in there. There's a Marine City-Marysville game. We have a there's a Northern St. Clair game. There's a Croslex-Northern doubleheader, and there's a Marine City-Croslex game. So there's a lot of rivalry stuff. Yes. Um, anyway, Tuesday and Wednesday, the weather is supposed to be cold. Like, stupid cold for late April. I know I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Still... It should not be a high of 39 degrees on April 21st. Why not? Anyway, the point I'm going You're on two months to, from summer. Summer doesn't officially begin until like June 20, 20th or something 21st like that. or whatever. Um, baseball is not meant to be played in cold weather. I will tell you. Miguel Cabrera homering through driving snow on opening day. Care. Classic. Classic, baby. Baseball was not meant Mr. to October. be played in Reggie cold Jackson, weather. Mr. November, whoever that was. Was, was that not, Jeter? Yeah, A-Rod or Jeter. Um, was not meant to be played in cold weather. One, from our perspective, you don't get a good read on how good the teams are. Because if you can't feel your hands, I know you're not swinging a bat the way you should be. You're not throwing the ball the way you should be. and You're not making plays the way you should be. Two, from experience... I don't know many people who have fun in in playing baseball in the cold. When you're sitting there going, (laughs) hoping that your fingers thaw out so if a line drive gets hit to you, your hand doesn't shatter from being frozen. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It is just not enjoyable. Baseball should not be played in sub-50 degree temperatures. Wah, wah, wah. It is a finesse sport. 
It is not football, where there's a lot of smash-mouth power. That's different. That's meant to be played in all sorts of climates. It's designed that Tell that, that to the way. wide receivers and the quarterbacks who have to grip it's the ball. It's designed to be played. You can change your strategy. You can't change a strategy in baseball. Sure you can. You cannot change your strategy to swing or to throw when you can't feel your hand. Sure you can. It is dumb. It, it really – on a kind they of a side the, tangent. The, the heater they had at Northern in that dugout is better than my furnace at home. Yeah, then you have to go out in the field and stand in freezing temperatures. Eh, if your pitchers throw strikes like St. Clair's pitchers do, you don't have that problem. And Northern's pitchers did fine. There weren't uh, errors. Yeah, because they're good. One, first of all, they're good baseball teams. And second of all, St. Clair's defense had to make like four plays the entire time. And, and I don't header. know that the hitting was all the cold. I think the hitting had a lot to do with I saw good pitching. Do you, again, it's hard to grip the ball in cold weather and throw the pitches you want to pitch. But they threw strikes. It's also hard to hit. I think it's a lot harder to hit in cold weather than it is to pitch. It's all right. Baseball. I've seen lots of hitting, so I mean we can go softball. both ways on this because in every softball game I've seen this season, twenty-seven trillion runs. Yeah, that first scored, week was and super they're warm. bombing home runs left and right. Yeah, what do they always say? Oh, the weather's warming up. The bats are going to come alive. Well, we'll see. I, I think there's good. Pi- I think we have good pitching in baseball in the area, and I think we have tremendous hitting in softball in the and area. And when I say this, I'm not trying to take away from anything that was accomplished in a cold game. I'm just saying, from a fan perspective, sucks. At least from what I played and people I know, sucks playing in it. And you don't learn anything from a broadcaster's perspective because you go, oh, it was just the cold. You don't. I think you don't get I learned true- that. You don't get a true indication of, the, of the, how good both teams are. I, I think I have learned that in softball, Marysville is good. Algonac is good. How many games Elmont did you see those? can hit but is going to struggle pitching. Games. There's only been like Northern two really can cold hit days. but is struggling pitching, and I don't think it has to do with the cold. Um, and in, in baseball, I haven't seen as much baseball, but I think that, our, that the teams in the areas that I have seen – have decent pitching, and St. Clair has exceptional pitching. Yes. But and I haven't not, seen, like, Mooney yet, but I understand Mooney has really good pitching. They are a good, they're a good team, but – Sounds like Richmond is pretty solid. But yeah, baseball is meant for warm weather. Why do you think they fly down to Florida to play spring training? Why do you think that spring training is dumb and it needs to be somewhere far away from me because it's dumb? It's like exhibition football. Why do you think that all the North teams get put in domes and get sent south? I don't have a dome. Most of them get sent south or put in domes for the first couple weeks. No, they no. That's something Major League Baseball should do and doesn't do. Yes, they should because baseball is not supposed to be played in the cold. Just, just so you don't get rainouts, and they have a 162 game schedule. It becomes more of a bother to reschedule games. Which is also dumb because the, they do reschedule that the games World Series play gets played in November. Well, it, you're the one that wanted more teams in the playoffs. I. We've had this art discussion before back when I was no, on the radio. No, we have not. You want more teams in the playoffs. Yes. You're making oh, this up. Oh, no, I'm not making this up. I'll, find I'll go it. find it. Find I'll it. I'll have Jason dig it up for me because I'm sure it's in an archive. 
fight over there, and you and will never will find hear it. me saying MLB you were, needs more. You playoff wanted teams. more playoff teams. You love more playoff teams. Never. You said want the that NFL baseball. to put everybody in the playoffs, so the Lions can make it every year. All right, we're off track now. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> anyway, because you're just making Bra- stuff up. Bra- now. Brady is. He doesn't like cold. Not cold and, baseball. And, and I'm and I'm saying it hasn't been that cold yet. Like Friday, Friday, Friday was cold. Friday was bad, but I bundled up. I had gloves on. I wore my hat, and I saw two really good baseball games that I enjoyed. That would have went a lot differently had it been sunny in '75. That would have been four to nothing and one to nothing had it been sunny in '75 because the pitching dominated that day. Still dominated, still would have been different. And I don't think either – I'm not saying that those teams are bad-hitting teams, but I don't think either of those teams are offensive juggernauts that are going to crush the ball anyways. The Saints don't need to. If the Saints score three runs a game this season, they're going to win more than they lose. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pitching phenomenal. Anyway. All right, anything else for the good of the cause? Nope. All right. I think buy yourself a little space heater, whiny. I'll just I'll just go and do baseball and softball games. Today's supposed to be a good day. I'm excited for today. I'll get to see pitching in warm weather. I where are you at? You're Saint at Saint Clair. Clair. Uh, I hope uh, there's one cloud in the sky and it's over your game. Well, thanks. And you have snow flurries. We might on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> and that'll make me grumpy. You're already grumpy. I'm supposed to be the grumpy one around here. Anyways, last words. Uh, baseball, warm weather sport. Wine baby. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.